Culture family. If you are on YouTube, make sure you like, comment, subscribe, and hit that bell. And if you are on your favorite streaming platform, thank you for tuning in and make sure you leave us a rating. This is episode 49. This is our Pride episode. We got some beautiful guests here for this episode. We got Anya right here. What's up, everybody? Yeah, and then we got Rachel. First, giving honor to God, who is the head of my life, Mm -hmm. Um, to my pastor, first lady, all the ministers on the roster. Okay. Um, I want to say thank you for bringing me here. Yes. um, At your church. Yes. And um, I'm prepared to be blessed. Okay, thank you. Thank Thank you. you. I receive that. Amen. Yes. Um, I rebuke that. You rebuke. Okay. All right. Everybody's not going to agree. It's okay. Um, So for this episode, we're going to take a fucking shot to celebrate Pride. Because this should drop on the last day of Pride, June 30th. Boom, boom, boom. Clink, clink, clink. You feel me? <laughs> Happy clink, Pride. Clink, clink, clink. Happy Pride. Yes, Pride. Okay. Now that we got that out the way, get yourselves together. Y'all got to be stronger. Be strong. We're dainty women. Oh, okay. My bad. My bad. Thought you had a little girth to you, you know. Mm-mm. Only in the back. Oh, oh no, there's some girth. <laughs> okay, no, okay. Not yet. <laughs> okay, so we got, you know, we got the squad in the back with us this episode. Say hello, squad. Wow. Are you fucking kidding me? God damn. Get out your feelings. We got Scooty Bestie, Evan. Yes, we got Jay. We got Spyro. <laughs> it's going to be a fun episode. Let's get to it. So, you know, Rachel. Yes, that is me. If y'all don't know, Rachel's been on the pod before. Oh, that's true. I have. Yes, yes. Well, technically, technically, Andre was on the pod. Andre was on the pod. Mm-hmm. Actually, that's a good question to ask. When you are in drag, meaning both of you, when I say you, because I'm going to forget there's two people here. When you all are on in drag, is it disrespectful or a lack of respect to refer to you all as your government name instead of your alter ego? I mean, you want to take the question? Look, you go ahead, sister. Um, me personally, I just think that the shit is so funny. Um, but if you have like a big burly ass name and somebody <laughs> come up to you and you're trying to give cunt mm-hmm. and they're like, what's up, Bartholomew? Then mm-hmm. I'm like, that is disrespectful as fuck. Because <laughs> why would you do that to me? But like my name, um, my name like out of drag is Televius. So like for me, I feel like that's very like gender neutral. That's so pretty. It kind of sounds like a spell. Yeah, it sounds like a, a flower that... If people are asthmatic, sniff it, they're going to go to the hospital. Oh, absolutely. To love you. <laughs> okay. okay, Harry Potter, yeah. down. Damn. You say it three Damn. times and the, uh, the couch is going to start floating. Not to love you. <laughs> Bye. Yes. Okay, well, I, uh, I definitely didn't know the answer to that. You know, I'm, I'm gay, but I ain't gay no, gay. Not. You know, I ain't down with the gays, but I'm down with the gays. You feel me? Very Terry Joe, yes. Terry me too. Joe. Yeah. Yes, yes. Terry Joe, that yeah. is my spirit animal. We're sure. supposed to have, te- we're going to have Terry Joe on the pod next week. Next y'all time, y'all next, don't even next know. Next week, yeah, yeah. I'm spoiling it for y'all. For sure. And if y'all can hook that up. I can't. Okay. Sorry. Um, so we're going to start off with Weird and All. <clears throat> Weird okay. and All is a game that we play on the pod with all guests where I'm going to give you two a headline and you just got to let me know. Y'all both have to agree. 
on whether the headline is weird or not, and you get one sentence to explain why. So you can have your own sentence, but y'all got to both agree if it's weird or not. Okay. All right. So, workers at over 150 U.S. Starbucks stores plan to strike over pride decorations. Weird or not? I don't think it's weird. Me either. Okay. Why? I mean, sometimes shit is tacky. And, like... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it just be tacky So of course you're not gonna be happy About some tacky ass shit And it's Starbucks Like bitches work at Starbucks And like they get all of their like um, Transitions like covered So like I mean Why would you be mad about some fucking um, Tacky ass shit You know Like it's just tacky But Starbucks is tacky Just nah, a little bit You what? get one sentence I was gonna say you That was a whole paragraph sentence. Oh I'm sorry I didn't know you meant like Actually one sentence You get I, one sentence I thought Short you meant like a sentence With run on sentences No no no, no, okay. no Keep it cute Okay Rachel What's your sentence? It's Starbucks. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we get it. <laughs> Governor Greg Abbott signs bill banning sexually oriented performances in Texas. Weird or not? I think it's weird. I would like to agree. Okay, why? Rachel. Because I'm trying to think of how to condense it <laughs> because you know he gonna be in the strip clubs okay i can't go no further okay okay i would just say mind your fucking business all right that's that that goes too um women uh who declared who was declared a woman who was declared okay why rachel because i'm trying to think of how to Condense it. <laughs> because you know he gonna be in the strip clubs. Okay. I can't go no further. Okay. Okay. I would just say mind your fucking business. All right. That's that that goes too. Um women uh who declared who was declared a woman who was declared dead knocks on her coffin at her funeral. Weird or not? It's not funny, Andre. I mean, Rachel. <laughs> shit. Andre. Wow. I know you. I know you too much. <laughs> Cancel this pie, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Do you need me to read that again? Yeah, let's get it one more time. Okay, a woman who was declared dead knocks on her coffin at her funeral. Weird or no? Was this woman black? I cannot tell you anything other than the headline. I was going to ask, was she Christian? <laughs> <laughs> I doubted if she knocking on her damn coffin. <laughs> but you never know. On the third day, she got up. Oh, my. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I would say, yes, it's weird. Okay. I wouldn't say it was weird. You know, shit happens. Oh. Y'all got to agree. Now, I don't want to be the tiebreaker, but... Be the tiebreaker, because I stand on what I said. I think it's not weird. Sometimes niggas don't be dead. Sometimes you make a, <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes you make a mistake. <laughs> she was declared dead. And they made a mistake. She clearly wasn't. <laughs> but how you get her all the way up, like, especially if this a nigga, you get them to the seventh day of them being dead, and now all of a sudden they up. Okay, she's Ecuadorian. She... 
This is from a different. Oh, this yeah. not the U.S. But that's probably Catholic. So you know they had their funerals within seventy two hours. But yeah, okay. Uh, so I broke the tie. <laughs> <laughs> All five passengers aboard the Titan uh, submarine are dead after a cas- catastrophic implosion. Weird or not? I would say or not. I would say it's not. You know, you could just say no, right? You ain't Let gonna... me be. Okay, I am bad. very. Be who you are. For your pride. Okay. Mm-hmm. Don't hide. <laughs> so, so no for you. I would say nah. Okay, why? Because. <laughs> I got so much to save, but yeah. I only got a sentence. Yeah, you do. Um, <laughs> Because it was shit from the start. Okay. Eat the rich. Okay, all right. <laughs> uh, I look. Our, uh, Arkansas judge overturns ban on gender affirming care for transgendered minors. Weird or not? Gender affirming. Um, affirming or affirming? Oh, That's oh, what sorry. said. Gender affirming. I'm sorry. You know, I went to Dominican. Sorry. <laughs> but I didn't come out like you. Some of us <laughs> skated through. Oh! Your turn. Weird or not? Oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's not weird. Okay. I don't think it's weird either. Okay, why? Because it's common sense. Okay. People be gay. People be gay. <clears throat> Elon Musk and Mark Zuckerberg agree to have a cage match fight. Weird or not? That's weird, weird. as hell. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we want to see that shit. <laughs> y'all wouldn't want to see that? No. Uh-uh. I think that would be great. Who y'all, who like- y'all, who y'all think of weird? Elon, big back ass. <laughs> Boots. That's a fucking linebacker, bitch. Yeah, I'm going. I got my buddy got a, on Eli. What? Uh, research shows that people who nap at work have bigger brains and are more productive. Weird or not? I would say it's not weird. Okay. I would say it's not weird. Y'all be napping at work? Rachel absolutely. do. Rachel do. Oh, absolutely. Rachel will fully punch in and then I will punch in at 8 30 and roll my big ass back over and not wake up until 10 and not start working until like 10 45. And you think that it's safe to say they don't camera right now. They don't know this person. They don't for real? For real. Oh, well, okay. some of them do actually. Mm. I, don't I hope they're not snitching as co-workers. Okay. They better not. All right. Rihanna steps down as CEO from Savage X Fenty after five years. Weird or not? I didn't know that. That's news to me, too. I think that's weird. That's very weird. Why? Wait. Oh, you can't give us nothing more than that. Nope. Go ahead. You go first. Um, Bitches be tired. (laughs) I would like to agree with that (laughs) statement. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Murray... Is launching at home paternity tests. Oh, Murray. 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 <laughs> is that some black shit or that's just me? That's you. I'm illiterate. Down. Like, what's going on? Maury. Maury. Murray. Maury. Maury. Maury is launching at home paternity tests. Is that weird or not? I would say or not, because bitches be fucking. Okay. I would say nah. <laughs> Because you're not the father. Okay. <clears throat> last one. Wait, no, that was the last one. Oh, no, actually, it is the last one. People who get uh, who got used to face masks during COVID attend smiling lessons. Is 
is that weird or no? I think that's weird. I think it's weird too because even with a mask on, I was still smiling. Okay. Just be fucking for real. <laughs> so it was a whole population of people not smiling underneath their mask and they need to learn how to smile again. Well, I get it. Some people be fake. I mean, I was being mugging under my mask, but I don't need smiling lessons. True. Okay. Thank you for playing Weird and All, but we also have Weird and All social constructs. And this is supposed to be gay as fuck. So this one is the same concept. That first one wasn't gay? Eh, it was safe gay. Okay. Okay. This one a little bit. Like gay gay. Yeah. Uh, so uh, gay. same concept. I'm going to give you a, a headline topic. And you got to let me know if you think it's weird and all. We all have to agree, majority agree in a room. And you explain your answer if you are against the grain, if you're not a part of the majority. Okay. Okay. A person is homosexual but does not accept being a part of the LGBTQ or labels themselves as an alphabet. Is that weird or no? What'd you say, Evan? We can't hear you. Okay. I also think that that's weird. Okay. We got two weirds. Rachel? I don't think it's weird. Okay. I don't think it's weird. So that's split in the middle, Jonesy. You got you to gotta break the tie. <laughs> oh. And this is why you're back there. It ain't weird, Scooty. Okay, you, you sit this one out, sir. So that's three gnaws and two weirds. Um, why do y'all think it's weird? Evan and Anya. You go first. I think you took a little further than what was said, though, Evan. It just said that they don't accept being a part of the community or label themselves. So, like, they're clearly gay, but they just don't want to be a part of a community that is meant for that identity, and they don't label themselves. Did you take it as that when I first said it? Kind of. Okay. Kinda. So you still think it's weird? I'm on I'm on the fence now. Okay. Just a little bit. Why did you think it was weird? Because the way that it was originally read to me. Oh, okay. So I'm illiterate and you said I'm a dumbass bitch. Uh, it was, I, no. It, no. <laughs> I, I understood. I think it has okay, something so to do we, with we, Murray. We went to save school, so we right. yeah, we smart. We're here. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Who prefers strap over the real thing? Weird or not? That's weird. <laughs> That's weird. <laughs> Why is it weird? Because I. Put that shit up. Huh? Put that shit up. Okay. They balling. They got it. <laughs> what, well, you, you, what you think? Sometimes the girls want to be Peggy Bundy. Peggy Bundy. <laughs> <laughs> No, but in seriousness, I do think that it's weird because you already got it. So why not? 
use it. Some people can do it to themselves. Some Not me, though. Oh, but my. I, th- I think the question, like, the question is, like... They prefer it over the real thing. Right. So, I mean, you can get the uh, real yeah. thing. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. You're right. Some women prefer it over the real thing. Well... That's different. <laughs> that, right. That's, that's different. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh uh, Alright So yeah. we all weird Okay cool Weird Wait What? I don't think it's weird Why? Why not? Now you don't think I wanted to hear that Why sometimes not? Sometimes you just don't want to have to deal with the shit of another person mm-hmm. Like when you have another person You run the risk of you run the yeah. risk of them not pleasuring you like you want to. Like if you have, if you like getting strapped mm-hmm. or like using a dildo on yourself, you have control over that, and you can do what you like. Mm-hmm. Rather, another person sometimes can hit that spot. Mm-hmm. I don't have experience though. Sometimes people, <laughs> some people, sometimes people got the ick, and you could use a strap on to still have sex with your partner if you're scared or whatever. I don't know. That just another alternative. You said, the ick, we have not medication. Love, love. <laughs> Take the medication first. Oh, my. I'm screaming. Aya, you wanted to add anything before we move past because you look like you did. Mm-mm. Okay, cool. I'm just listening to the ignorance. <laughs> <laughs> A stud that identifies as straight. Is that weird or no? <laughs> <laughs> it's different. Huh? Um, you said a stud that identifies as straight. Yes. Okay, so Queen Latifah. Oh my. Queen Latifah has a wife. I'm just kidding. Or or just straight in general. She identifies as straight, but she's a stud. So she likes men or is she a woman that presents herself She's a woman that presents herself masculine, but she likes men. Oh. So she like Right. That's what I'm, yeah. That's how I'm going. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it's weird. So we actually, this question was asked on the pod before, is a stud, um, a stud if they identify as straight or if they take dick? And I'm like, I but always I, think, I, think, I don't think that's a term that goes both ways. Mm-hmm. I think stud is only, stud implies that the person is also queer. Mm-hmm. Whereas tomboy is more like, oh, that's a girl's girl, but like she like being masculine. So when we posted that clip on social media, they were saying, like, stud has always been just the way that you present yourself, and it was never about your sexual orientation. And that was news to me. I feel like maybe yeah, I, we just gave it that connotation. I, yeah, because stud always meant to me that it, there was You was gay. Yeah. You was lesbian, Damn. for sure. Yeah. So are we going to wear it or not? Okay. Oh, man, where that mic at? You need to... Okay. Okay. All right, we're going to move past that. Uh, Last one. A man who only likes to fuck other men, but only if they are presenting as their drag persona. Weird or no? Oh, so they're tranny chasers. They're chaser, yeah. Tranny chasers now. Is that weird or no? No, it's not weird. Okay. Okay. Anya? Be who you are for your pride. Okay. Okay. Cause as someone do you with, with do you personal, all see that like often? Oh, I have personal experience. Mm. You paint, you go outside, you paint real soft. You don't put no eyeshadow on. You just mm-hmm. like blend your contour mm-hmm. and your bronzer into your crease. Mm-hmm. 
Put a little liner on. Throw your little wispy. Mm-hmm. With your little with your little middle part bust down. Okay. I down. love a four, I love a forty two inch bust down. And then you just walking around, booty just getting thrown. Oh, they be like, damn baby, you looking real sexy tonight. <laughs> and you gotta, you can, they can only fuck you like that. <laughs> oh my god, you're so nice. They go, they only want to have sex with you like that. Oh, absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Okay, well, good. Well, that was weird and all social constructs. Thank you for playing. So we're going to move on to some actual topics. Now, when I was in Chicago recently downtown, I had a guy stop me and say that there was raising money because they were street performers. They did drums in the streets. <clears throat> and they were saying that the cops would stop them from doing that. So I wanted to know if there were ever any instances where you all saw that law enforcement would stop you all from performing public or at brunches wherever you are being you ha- have you ever encountered where they want to stop you all no you just look at me and answer the question i'm always talking first you ain't said shit um i've been talking this whole time um no i've never experienced that okay at all i've not experienced it either i do know some people who have where they were well they honestly weren't supposed to be doing it but they were performing in the street that because they're the venue that they were in had those open windows mm-hmm. that like opened to the floor and they went out on the street and performed and then a cop came into the brunch mm. and tried to get them shut down, but it didn't work, but I've seen it happen. Are, uh, are you all aware of like the legislation happening state by state of wanting to ban? Unfortunately. Yeah. How, uh, what are you all's perspective on like the dangers that can come from legislating legislation being passed that, uh, dictates you all's being able to uh, perform in public or non-public spaces. They always talk about the children, but like, what do you all's? What do you think could be dangerous with doing so with legislation being passed for it? Does that stop? I'm sure that stop y'all money flow. I'm sure that makes y'all have to be creative. But is there an actual fear on your life outside of financials? to not be able to just openly be where you are publicly in places. I think for me, it's a little, it's not necessarily complicated, but opposed to what other people deal with in like different cities like Nashville or wherever um, this legislation is getting passed because in Chicago, we have the privilege of being able to pretty much do us Mm -hmm. because we have our little own space in Boys Town. And so we don't really have to be bothered Mm -hmm. with other shit. but it's definitely like them just trying to eradicate what's not the normal to them. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, at being a being a black person, you already experienced an, a lot in terms of like slavery and people still being racist and stuff like that. So it kind of the treatment as a black person kind of carries over to also being a queer person. Yeah, because they treat it the same way. Yeah, I would also have to agree. Um, as somebody who's like in Wisconsin, it's also still kind of small, and it's like. Yeah, there's, um, you know, people going against it, but also it's just uh, the same people that go against it. We always tell them, like, well, the people who are for it, we tell them, like, bitch, if you're coming to, like, drag brunch and you're a bachelorette, like, you need to vote and speak up for these things because people love drag and people want to partake in drag. But, you know, a lot of these bills that were created were, like, honestly just targeting, like, trans women. And uh, trans women, especially trans women of color, are the basis and the foundation of what drag is. So it's like if you're attacking them, then you're attacking us as well. Mm-hmm. I think we should have started off by actually asking, what are you all's pronouns? I think that's a very ignorant thing that we still right, you, have to educate. You late. 
I'm sorry. Cancel the podcast. No. Do it yet. What are your what is my what pronouns your, are she her. She her. My pronouns are anything respectful, but I use they them. Okay. Mine is he him. You see me, big dog. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what Jazz got to say about that. Hey, I I asked that because uh, I saw something on Facebook. It was like, um, it was a screenshot of Amazon um, selling a shirt that said something about like, be who you are. It was a product shirt on Amazon, right? But it said that the options was men and women, and you could choose which one to choose your size, right? And so then people was making that be a thing. Like I told y'all, it's only only two genders, Mm. And so, what are you? What are what are some things that you all can just quickly educate the difference between sex and gender? What is your definition of sex and gender? I'm going to respectfully pass this question to my sister over here. Why me? Because I am way too high to oh try to sound gosh. literate right now. No, I think you should give the people the I honest won't. truth. So go I ahead, won't. bless the people. I won't. This is High Webster. <laughs> Not high Webster. They gonna screen. They gonna screen record this one section, uh-huh. and then post it and be like, "Rachel don't know what the fuck she's talking about." And I'm not trying to get canceled. I'm on a. I'm on a steady incline. Okay. In Jesus' okay. name, she's getting out of her Stacey Dash era. I'll you know save what I mean. you. I'll take your definition. You could go first though. You said the difference between <laughs> sex and gender. Put the people on. Hmm. Why did you put me in the hot seat? Because I'm like. I'm also thinking about it because honestly, it it honestly just depends on the person. Mm-hmm. Um, because um, gender is a spectrum. Mm-hmm. So I think gender is just personally how you I personally like identify. Mm-hmm. Whether it's like male, female, non-binary, gender non-conforming. Uh, sex is just honestly what you are born mm-hmm. with. You mm-hmm. know, so that's what it, I think it is. It's like sex is like what you're born with, and then gender is how you personally identify on the spectrum, and it is a spectrum. Yes, that's pretty much what I would say as well. Sex is what you were, you were assigned, spectacles, what private parts you had when you came out the cooch. That is your sex. So you are only a man or a female. You got a pee-pee or a cuckoo. If you got both, you ambidextrous. All right, you Sierra's cousin. <laughs> Not ambidextrous. <laughs> I'm screaming. <laughs> I think y'all need another house. <laughs> You Sierra's cousin, okay? <laughs> oh, JK, JK. The way, JK. the way back in 2006, Please. she was not beating the allegations. Okay. Oh, oh girl. <laughs> it was just you walking in fifth grade. Hey, you know Sierra's a hermaphrodite, right? <laughs> I'm like, wow. I'm like, wow, I thought this was a classy party. Like, damn, girl, I'm just trying to twist my eraser in my arm to see how this feels. <laughs> like, what's going on? I'm just like, okay, and now go ahead and play Promise. Okay. Which is... That's, that, that's true. That is true. Why you ain't never come out and just say, like, I'm a girl? Like, we know you a girl. We know you a girl. It's silly. We ain't getting no video. If it ain't hit we the gram, it. it ain't real. Yup. Okay, just like Beyonce had a surrogate. Allegedly, because we ain't getting sued. I don't want to get sued. Yes. Baby, she sat down. You saw that belly fold, girl. <laughs> <laughs> it, it folded, y'all, and you know I love Mr. Bonanza, but Bonanza, Bonanza, but that belly was folding. Okay. 
I want to talk about personally you all's uh, identity exploration from when you all, you individually, both knew that y'all was gay as fuck, and you also liked to dress in girl clothes. Ooh. <laughs> Wait, so we wait. just got called a cross dresser <laughs> and the F word. I'm just kidding. Okay. Wait, I want to back up because she said, <laughs> you said, you said, y'all identity expiration. Yes. Expiration? Exploration. Oh. Man, it wasn't even that far off. It wasn't even that far off. Thank you, cuz. I took two shots. Okay, your weak ass. I'm a lightweight. I told y'all that's why I'll be doing this shit, man. Girl. <laughs> Keep watching to find out the results on Murray. <laughs> <laughs> Don't embarrass me on my own show. <laughs> Not on Murray. Murray. I am uh, a little hot. My head is light. Okay. <laughs> Keep going. Answer the question. What's the question? Huh. What? Take me back. Mm-hmm. From the start of your exploration with figuring out exploration from uh-huh. figuring out what you like even and how you like to present yourself you take you go first on this one um honestly i can't recall a memory or a specific instance and in when i was like i don't feel normal mm-hmm. um it's always been i was a hyper femme kid because i grew up my i was raised by my like the the four like main women in my life which were my aunts, my grandmother, and my mother. So I, I feel like I always felt I identified and um, characterized myself and put, put myself out as a hyper-femme person and didn't necessarily like when, like, you know how you watch a certain movie and you see somebody come across the screen and you're like, okay, she's cute. And then, like, somebody like Morris Chestnut fine ass mm. walk across the screen and you're like, God damn. You see the arms on that motherfucker? Mm-hmm. It was like one of them moments. Okay. Yeah. And then in terms of drag, yeah. I've always had like an affinity for drag and always have admired drag from watching movies like um, Holiday Heart, which is kind of crazy. Because uh, you look like Wanda. Okay. I do not look like Wanda. Well, actually I do. When she, moved, when she finally moved into the apartment and started going to church. I was going to say Wanda when she was outside having a fit. With the bike. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Her having a fit time. How y'all doing? <laughs> How you doing? Um, but yes, always had a love for drag, and then like most queer people who start drag, it was on Halloween, and I was like, I'm gonna just try it and see how I feel. And then you just you get this like burst of like. What age was this where you tried to be drag for Halloween? Uh, I think this was. Freshman year at Dominican. Oh, okay. So you was yeah, grown. I was, yeah. You was grown enough. I was older. Yeah. Um, you ain't take no risk. That's, that's when me, Layla, Allie, and Isaiah was sneaking into the clubs in Boys Town with our fake IDs. Okay. It was thickening. Okay. What about you, Anya? Period. Um, I would say mine was a little different than Rachel's. Um, I remember distinctly, like, at three, just um, always loving music, and, like, Beyonce was, like, my girl. So, mm-hmm. like... Crazy in Love will always come on, and my aunties, like, with they shit starting asses. 
would always be like at the family reunions or if we all gathered, they'd be like, oh, do the uh-oh dance. Do the uh-oh dance. <laughs> and then I would, I would go in the middle of the floor do the uh-oh dance. So that was kind of like the first. And they're like, okay, you know, he probably got a little sugar in his tank. Okay. You know, and it was really crazy because my aunties and like my cousins really like let me have it. But all of my aunties are dykes. Oh. So like right. Just imagine being worried About somebody else's gayness So y'all family Tree from the end soon No Cause they had kids Okay okay So they, they those type of They dykes. were gay that's, to a no, point that's, yeah. No that's old school dyke mm-hmm. Like the, yeah, Gay to, to a, a point. point Down Cause they were still Having babies Okay but Yeah like, it's given very uh, Whitney Houston and Robin T You know Down you Very know, that in, in, the, in the world's eye Having babies But in the scene Eating each other's box <laughs> <laughs> yes So That kind of was like The beginning And then like I think the realization For me And it's really crazy It's really corny I was in the car With my sister And this one Lloyd song Came on And then I saw The music video And I was like I am feeling things That I should not be feeling Oh my god was And I was like Okay What Lloyd song was it The one with Lil Wayne Oh uh, 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 you, you Yeah Yes but Sing also, it. get a shawty. It was. It was. It was. It was, it was giving very black and Dominican. Yeah. Not associated <laughs> with the college they went to. Um, so, yeah, that was kind of like the realization. And then as far as drag, um, I was like 16 and like sneaking into the college, um, like when they would have the drag show. So, like, I got a chance to like meet Raven and Juju B. And then my the good. RuPaul's Drag Race Queen. RuPaul's Drag Race Girls. Thank you. And then my like best friend in uh, community college had always wanted to do drag. So, when they did it, I went to the club with them. I was kind of like their assistant. And they had auditions a little bit later. And I was like, oh, you know, they can't do it. I should do it. And then I did it. And I've been. Cross-dressing for Christ ever since. And it's been seven whole years. Christ. Speaking of, meet our friend. This Jesus. is Irish Jesus. Mm-hmm. You can tell because he has a ginger six, uh, 613 dyed frontal and a backtail. Okay. Rachel did the custom color. I did. Okay. Mm-hmm. They didn't want it so dense. She overplucked. Yeah. Sorry. Mm. I appreciate it. Did I, did I do that silk press kind of nice? No, silk press is silk press. Okay, down. Okay, down. That's that's all that matter. Okay. <sighs> let me collect, <laughs> let me collect myself. <laughs> so, did you all have any uh, pushback from your family when you were coming out? I suppose. Did you all have any of those? You know how we get to we get to hear like, oh, my family disowned me or they kicked me out. Like, did you all have or experience anything like that? Um, me personally, no, because I never had like the regular like coming out Mm -hmm. because I've always just told people I've always been me so I never felt like I needed to explain anything to anybody especially when majority of my aunts are lesbians like Mm -hmm. y'all got bigger fish to fry and y'all kids are ugly um so (laughs) so that's I'm just saying like you know so it's just like we have bigger things in life to you know talk about so I never really had that I needed to I come out to anybody no but for real because it's real life because it's like people get disowned by their families but I'm like but you had three kids out of wedlock let's talk about something that's like really you know what I mean yeah like being gay is just like a small thing or being queer is just such a small thing compared to all the other shit that's going on in life so I've never had that I'm gonna give you pushback because some will say that being gay is you consciously choosing to do something that is against God every day where I can drink or eat out of gluttony one day and not do it anymore. 
But the gag is, and me and Rachel both grew up in church, so when people try to bullshit, I'm like, did y'all really read the Bible? Mm -hmm. Because I think that God is, like, the funniest person. Like, if you really think about it. He is a comedian. He is a comedian down. Like, Miss Thing was being disobedient, and he was like, okay, well, eat his ass up. Mm -hmm. Like, you know what I mean? So I'm like, I don't think that God or the higher power, whoever you believe in, is going to really just sit here and be like, you're not getting into heaven because you like the same sex. Because there are people who, like, kill people or, like, molest people, and, like, they're not getting into heaven. So it's just, like, people choose that one little small thing when, like, sin is just, is a big thing. You know, there's multiple things that we all do every single day. You know, smoking, drinking, whatever. But honestly, I just say that the Bible is like Ned's to classify school survival guide on how not to be an asshole. I just think that the interpretations, the different interpretations of God is hilarious to me. Because if you honestly believe that if I rape, not me, but if somebody was to be a rapist and I was to be gay, that I would be damned into eternal hell and this person could be forgiven mm-hmm. if they just repent, repent. I take a little, I eat a little cooch, you feel me, and I'm gone. But this person can do what they do, and they got some face. Okay. You better clock that. You better clock that. Calm down. Dang. I want to hear it. This is us. Dang. I want to hear it, too. I need to know that answer. No, you don't. Because T swore up and down, she be eating it up. (laughs) <laughs> there is different verses of the bible there is, there is. yeah because people like to take their translations like when they when they were translating from like hebrew to like whatever other language yeah they like to yep mm-hmm mm-hmm, yep. mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, Bible preach. Okay. Just an FYI, Jay. The light on them. Amen. Amen. You see the battery? Okay. Um. So I wanted to actually ask y'all if you all knew the birth or the origin of drag. Like, how did this become a thing that is just so like such a a big ass thing in the LGBT community. And at first, I don't know, cause I don't know, I personally don't know if it started with uh, only uh, males or if it started with women. And then like, I don't know the actual beginning, beginning. Yeah. So I want to know if you all knew the beginning. So from what I know, um, the beginnings of drag more so like even like in Grecian times or even in Shakespearean times, like it was more so plays and drag is a, uh, is an acronym. Is it's it a drag for uh, dressing up as a girl? Yeah, really? that was like that was yeah. kind of like what drag stood for. And back in those days, only men were allowed to be on stage. Okay. So like they would have to play the parts of the girls, yep. the boys, whoever. Okay. So that was like the original. But as far as the LGBTQIA plus community um, today, it's more so when we think about like Stone wall and mm. the trans women like um mm. 
Sylvia and um, Marsha P. Johnson mm-hmm. that like threw the first brick and like really fought for our rights so we could be where we are as a community today. That's when we talk about like drag because yeah. they weren't really cons- they weren't really seen as like trans women back in the day. They were seen as like, oh, you're dressing up because yeah. you could be arrested uh, back in the '60s if you um, didn't have if you had on uh, what is that? At least you needed at least three, three uh, particles three of clothing. like clothing, clothing that were you were assigned to mm-hmm. yeah your gender. Uh, so you know how we all we're all pretty much African American black in here. In spiral. In spiral. In spiral. But she black too. Okay. She get a hall pass. We yeah we just got to figure out who her daddy is because you know Rachel laid down and yeah. you don't know who the daddy is. Okay. So we all pretty much grow up every year and we see well we go through Black History Month in mm-hmm. school we get to really live through these figures. When you all became, and uh, I'm sorry, when you all like walked into wanting to do drag, did you all start to embody or resonate towards Marsha P or just anybody that actually like was revolutionary with the movement of, <clears throat> with drag? Did you all start to see yourselves in them? I would say not initially at first, because I think that when you like first start drag, you're kind of like, oh, it's weird because I'm seeing myself. But what I always tell people when you get in drag for the first time, it's weird because you're looking in the mirror and you see yourself, but you don't see yourself. Explain that. Um, so like for me, um, when I like put on like makeup or hair and everything, the, the one thing that I need in order to not see myself like underneath my makeup is contacts. Because to mm-hmm. me, then I'm looking at a totally different person. Mm-hmm. But it's like, but if I don't have my contacts in, I'm like, okay, I can, I can see the man underneath the makeup just a little bit. So, but like when you first start drag, I don't, I think we're more so concerned with just trying to look our best. Mm-hmm. That we're not like focused on emulating anybody yet. Once yeah. you get more comfortable in your body and your skin, then you kind of, um, then at that point, especially like with like, you know, the Black Lives Matter movement and yeah. doing stuff. So I was very involved in that in Wisconsin. So it's like, Initially, no, but once you grow into drag and realize that drag is a protest and it is political, then you grow into that. Mm-hmm. What about you, Rachel? Honestly, she's said everything. I would say, because um, when, when you're, for me, as well as with I, when you're starting drag, you're, you're just worried about perception, um, like the physical perception rather than like a mental or like emotional uh, level of whatever capacity. Um, and then especially as of recently, you just notice how political drag is and how socially changing it is for others around you who, who don't necessarily understand. Do you think that it is important as a person that is not LGBTQ plus A, A plus, sorry. Uh, do you think that it is important to want to uh, be educated and learn about the history that plight of just the journey of coming to where we are today in today's time with being openly uh, homosexual. Do you think that it is important for you to not be of that community and to also want to learn and uh, be insight, insightful and knowledgeable about, about like what other people had to go to to get to where they are? Do you think that that is important or not? I think it's important. I think it's important. I think it's important as well, but um, I think like like especially as being black queer people you are, you you come to realize that people outside of what you identify as don't usually give a fuck like you do yeah so like i i do think it's very necessary but i think there's too many people who still just don't give a fuck to want to learn and they'd rather just keep asking questions and go about their days not having to remember it 
as someone that is black and also a homosexual, do you do you all feel that that want to not want to fight for black rights when you see that a large part of our community do not fight for us or don't think that we deserve whatever liberation that we come that comes our way through legislation? Do you all ever have that con that conflict of choosing between the two identities that you all have? I would say, like, not necessarily a conflict between the identities. Yeah. Because we're always going to be black. Like, you can, you can, like. So you're not always going to be queer? I mean, hey, you know, you never know. <laughs> Uno. <laughs> Uno out, okay? Um, Uno out. <laughs> I'm, like, out of it. But okay. I would say I definitely um, resonate with what you said about, like, you know, having to feel like you need to make a choice mm-hmm. between the two. Because it is, like, when you really think about the black community, like, when it comes to, like, gay people or black trans people, it's kind of like we're very, we're not really supported by Mm -hmm. the black community, whether you go to, like, different other, like, um, ethnicities, and they're very supported. Mm. Um, Regardless if they're, like, really, like, for it or not, they just have more support than us. I feel like we um, tear each other down. So give a name to those communities or uh, ethnicities because as black people, we always say, white people don't talk about this, but we do. Yeah, we always talk about baby drama, drama, but white people don't, or Mexicans don't, but we don't actually know that. So what have you seen out of your own personal experience where you've seen this particular ethnic group does support um, being in drag and homosexual? Um, I would say, I would say, well, obviously, like, I would say the majority of white people. Okay. Um, but also I would say the Latin community. Because, like, when we um, go to, like, places like Charlie's and stuff like that, or just, like, su- support from your community, no matter how you identify, like, a lad night at Charlie's is the, busy- is the busiest day that you're ever going to go. Mm-hmm. And they always come out, and they're always supporting. And you can tell it's fellowship, no matter if you're, like, Mexican, Puerto Rican, Cuban, Dominican. They're all coming together to fellowship, whereas, like, we, like, okay, um, who all over there? Mm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, who else? Because I'm trying to go out there either. Yeah, no, I would agree with that. Um, so speaking of Hispanics, when I went to Miami, um, the beginning of, I mean, August, it was a lot of drag shows going around when I was out there. A bunch of brunches. <clears throat> One, speak on what? Why is drag shows at brunches a thing? Because white people like to spend their money. <laughs> bitches love getting day drunk. Yeah, and I'm bitches. <laughs> give me a, a Malibu pineapple or a strawberry Hennessy. Just give me a bottomless mimosa, okay. and it's going down, basement. Down. So you- Okay. I would like to petition to have sangria there. I'm more of a sangria girl. I do like sangria more. Okay, cool. I'm not a mimosa kind of girl. Yeah, I like to get cute drunk, not yeah. sloppy drunk. I don't know. Not following the bushes drunk. Yeah, I ain't trying to do it. If, if I could choose the kind of orange juice that can go in my mimosa, mm. then maybe I would like it more. You like pulp? No, but okay. I do like a sweet orange juice. So you don't like things coming down your throat? Oh, no, I absolutely do. Okay. It just, pulp just doesn't do it for me. Okay, that's fine. It's an irritant. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I drink pulp and I'm irritated. See, I like a little twang. You know, so orange juice. <laughs> <laughs> um, <clears throat> speak on Chicago being a safe haven. 
for you all uh, with drag performance and then being that being so accepted. Because in uh, Florida, the governor DeSantis he put a ban on anything drag, pretty much. And so a lot of people have lit left. Like Dwayne Wade has been openly about leaving and taking Zaya with him and leaving his family, and he's been Heat Nation all his life. So speak about like how Chicago has been like. Where do you? How do you feel safe here? What What about Chicago makes you all feel safe? Um, I would say as the person between the two of us who's m- more of an active liver in Chicago and experiences mm-hmm. Chicago on a like consistent basis, I wouldn't say Chicago necessarily, I wouldn't say Chicago generally mm-hmm. isn't a safe haven. I think we have spaces in Chicago that okay. are safe havens. Okay. Um, but it, it's, it's a very like fortunate feeling because, you know, people go out in some places and get assaulted just for trying to be who they are or just trying to get to their next gig yeah. and just in their makeup and stuff. But um, you typically you typically won't have to deal with that in Chicago. Obviously, if you're from Chicago, you know the red line real late at night be having some crackheads. Okay. And um, some ignorant niggas. Mm-hmm. And uh, they don't know how to act. And you're one of them. Oh. Not too much. Just enough. Um, <laughs> uh, how did y'all meet each other? <laughs> it's, it's been too many fucking shots. This has <laughs> I could take another one. I ain't talking about that type of shot. I talk about the shots between y'all two. Oh, oh God, you alcoholic! Alcoholic. <laughs> down. How do you all? How did you all to uh, meet? So me and Rachel have been like friends on social media for like a while, and then Rachel got booked and came up to this is it, which is the club that we show direct at together mm-hmm. in Milwaukee, where I live, um, and we were just. Booked in the same show, and you know, you kind of when you meet somebody, and I'm not just trying, I'm not. Oh my god, I'm not trying to <laughs> cry. I'm not gonna cry. Oh, do it, do it, do it. Gonna throw up, throw ball over. But you know, it's like you know when niggas get together, mm-hmm. niggas be niggering, and then we just like, wow. You like church's chicken? I like church's okay. chicken. Do you get the little jalapeno pepper in your box next to the corn? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So <laughs> the, when we got together, it was just more so we actually had a chance to meet face-to-face, talk, realize we had so much in common, mm-hmm. being black, uh, growing up in the church, uh, being queer, being fat, but Rachel's bigger than me because I'm actually wearing a corset <laughs> on this pod. Stand up, are, stand up for the camera. No, because you got a corset on, so it's not fair. Stand I'm up. crying. No. <laughs> not you setting you up. Not you setting you up. Set up. But yeah, <laughs> we just we just kind of like had a chance to, we kind of just like had a chance to like really talk and connect. And I was like, wow, like she kind of like my cousin, mm. you know, not the not the cousin that you're like raised with kind of like sisters. The mm-hmm. cousin where you're like, OK, I love you. But my mama said I can't stay over your house because you might have roaches. Yeah. Okay. That kind of cousin, okay. you know, OK, that's very much. Our, I don't like, know too many of those cousins. I don't know. Oh, you ain't got no good cousins. Then. No, we ain't had... no who like a BB or a TT or a Junebug. <laughs> a lot of Junebug. <laughs> Nah, I ain't got those cousins. No cousin peaches. Okay, I got an auntie peaches, but we don't talk about her. Okay, my auntie peaches passed yeah. away. You ain't, got, you ain't got no baby cousin that y'all call Duda, or Stankabut, or Tink. I do got a Duda. Yeah, I got a Duda. Where did these names come from? <laughs> no, I get, I know the names, but why? Okay. Yeah, I have a cousin Duty. Y'all got a junior in the family. Oh, I got junior. a junior. Oh, actually, our junior just passed away. Dang. We got, I have a couple juniors. Is is the bloodline still going? I was still going. Okay, it's still going. Okay, that's we. Everybody got a junior. 
You got a putt putt? A putt putt? Yeah. Nah. I got a putt putt. A putt putt. Nah. A putt. Uh, Rachel, give your. Yes. How how do you feel about Anya? Because Anya just really gave you know, us a heartfelt. She's gonna be so hateful. I'm not. It's fine. I'm embrace myself. I'm not. But um, her back knee is worse than mine. Turn um, around and let them see your sis. No, stop. Don't tell them. <laughs> <laughs> you know we are sisters. <laughs> Um, no, I love my good sister so much. <laughs> we just like we shot the shit. We shoot the shit all the time. No, we, shot, not, we shot the shit. Y'all are not finna run around as sis. You are not finna just say that. I <laughs> <laughs> <Anya>. uh <laughs> keep going, keep going. Uh-uh. Cause I need to break this down now before you try to bring it up later. Okay. So about a couple months ago, I had uh what I thought was a pimple on my back. Okay. And it turned out to not be a pimple because it got bigger. Mm-hmm. And I was kind of screwed because, mm-hmm. you know, shit be crazy. Mm-hmm. And um, ever since I noticed it, Anya noticed it. And she just gave me shit about it all the time. But the guy gets, I'm a true friend because I actually offered to pop it. She did. And we, we tried to do it at our, one of our shows recently and it just wasn't working out. She, so I'm guessing it's not a pimple. No, it, no, it's, it's a, a cyst. No, it's definitely a cyst. I went to my primary care physician earlier today. Yeah. And he was like, yeah, that's a sebaceous cyst. Okay. And he was like, sebaceous. Sebaceous cyst. Does that mean it's under the gland? Se- sebaceous cyst. Not is yeah. not is under the gland. It, it, it Tell is. Tell us, Dr. Anya. So a sebaceous cyst is like a cyst that's underneath the gland mm-hmm. of your back or wherever it is. And they're going to have to cut it open and cream cheese might fly out. Yeah. It'd be, look, it'd be looking like cream cheese or sometimes looking like oatmeal. But then, but they have, you have to get it like cut out mm-hmm. because it, it like it forms this like little sack mm-hmm. that like if you don't get rid of that sack it'll it'll, it'll go back it'll keep yeah. going yeah well prayers are up for your pimple I appreciate it she what I appreciate it <laughs> it's a, a try time she was a little hungry <laughs> she was a little hungry okay honestly I don't even think it's a cyst I think it might be her vestigial twin trying to grow out her back <laughs> I I love like seeing like true a true bond between two people. It's so beautiful to like just have like a genuine best friend or sisterhood. I was gonna say, are you you wiped your eyes? I was gonna say, are you crying? No, I'm not crying. I'm not crying. No, (laughs) no, you know, you know, you got a good friend or a good like a good partner or a good somebody, whoever it is to you in general. When you can when you can call them or Facetime them. And y'all talk about for a good two and a half minutes, maybe mm-hmm. two minutes and 45 seconds. Mm-hmm. But then the next, like, three hours, it's just y'all doing. <sighs> no, we literally call each other just to hear each other breathe. Yeah. Well, she don't yeah. do TikToks like that. I don't do TikTok like that, but um, we, Instagram we, reels. No, but we definitely be sending us each other some Instagram reels about food. It be kind of sickening. Yeah. Yeah. Y'all know how to cook. Oh, absolutely. Rachel cooked down. Okay. I do. Me, I like to I bake. Cook. Okay. We, I like to bake. We always need a pastry chef. Cause down. We, cause, down. Yeah. Caramel cake is my specialty. Ooh. I caramel, said, cake. caramel cake. Caramel cake. Yeah, I love a caramel cake. Ciao. I don't know. I'm just going to make it. We just going to eat it. Okay, oh, you got food right. stamps? Mm. Oh, damn. Wait. You be trying to sell stamps? Mm, not need, now I we're need, doing a stamp transaction on this podcast. I need, okay, because. I need to know, too. <laughs> Okay. Down. Alright. Okay. Down. I'm gonna give me some groceries. Child, we finna go to motherfucking Piggly Wiggly. Okay. <laughs> Down. Okay, I wanted to uh play another game. 
And this one is this or that. Okay. Okay, so it's going to start mild, and it's going to get gay as fuck. Okay. All right. So I'm going to give you two. But how gay? Like Clay Aiken gay or Sanjaya gay? We do. See, I'm gay, but I'm not gay gay. So I feel like my mouth is probably soft as fuck to y'all. But if you're you're like gay, but not gay gay, do you do the bending? I... See, I haven't, Jeff. I haven't gotten to that part yet. Okay. I'm, okay. I'm, truthfully, I don't like using straps. I don't like anything that resembles a penis. Because I like women. I like the woman's anatomy. You feel me? So. Okay. okay. All I need is my tools. Okay. Because when you pull out that legendary. Okay. Because when you pull out that legendary mouse tool. Okay. And I yell, oh, toodles. I saw, I saw oh, that grin go across that face, so I know it's true. Because that smile got big. You saw all 32s, but you girl. Know, you know, sometimes you, know, you got to do what your, peop- your, what, your, what your woman want. Sometimes, but I ain't there yet. So, uh, Period. my game might not be y'all game, but I think it gets gay as fuck. Okay. Okay. So, I'm going to give y'all two options, and y'all just choose which one. This like or this or that? Okay. Yes. Uh, saving money or spending money? Spending. Hell, spending money. Okay. TV shows or movies? You know, as a group, let's do it. As a group. Honestly, TV shows or movies? Neither one of those do it for me. Okay. I would say a TV show. I'm a YouTube clip kind of bitch. Just yeah. watch the damn podcast. Just watch the damn podcast. Yeah. Okay. Uh, singing or dancing? Singing. Singing. Okay. Singing for sure for me. Jonesy, I think you be breakdancing, right? You be breakdancing? Yeah. Okay. okay. Uh, house Okay, okay. <laughs> I know that's motherfucking right. <laughs> okay. Uh, house music. House music or rap music? House. House. Okay. No, no little gunner, no little thug. Mm. No, okay. All right. Mm. I'm a. I don't know. That's hard for me. I like a man. I think I think I'll it's a- for me it's house music because you know growing up on the west side of Chicago in a black household, yeah. you Down. woke up every Saturday morning to either some house music mm-hmm. or Marvin Sapp. Okay, no difference. Okay. So how that percolator is like? It's giving. Oh, that Ooh, oh, I, e, hey, Ooh, hey, oh, hey, oh, hey, 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 hey. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to have to rip me out the plastic because I'm acting brave. Okay. <laughs> heel, a heel or gym shoe? I do love, what they say, um, fish wear pumps, pussies wear flats. <laughs> I'm a flat kind of bitch. Rachel is a croc whore. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm, my, my, my like claim to fame in Chicago is that I'm a croc queen. Because I will perform in a croc down before I do a heel. So she'll start off the number in heels, and then she like, okay, I'm visibly tired. Mm. Either zip, unzip the shoe, or have somebody unzip the shoe on stage, and then put Crocs on, and then dance the house down. I do. Not you, Cinderella, put my croc on. I do. Okay. I do. Uh, you be sports mode in it, though? Absolutely, because that's how the shoe stays secure. Okay. Uh, did you choose? I said heels. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, she, she known to stay I like heels. a pump. She actually, she actually in a seven inch heel right now. Y'all mm. just don't see it. It's kind of sickening. Y'all got flat feet. I do. I do. Mm. How I do. you do that? God. Okay. That's that, probably that why one? your shoes be breaking. Huh? That one? Mm-mm, black Jesus. His hair is nappier. Okay. 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 Uh, horror movies or comedy? Horror? Horror. Horror? <laughs> you dirty horror. 
Um, I'm a comedy movie bitch. I like comedy too. Okay. But okay. But I do appreciate a good horror but flick. <laughs> wow, y'all messing with me? Oh my god. You know what god. my favorite horror flick is? What? Murray. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all not coming back. <laughs> okay. Red lip or brown? Brown. Just like what Rachel. Say, Evan? Like a new lip? Red? Uh-uh. You a hoe. No, no, no. If you put a cute little brown liner on with a nice little... Thank you. With some gloss. Okay. With some preferably Fenty. It's a little sexy. It had a little red on your cheek after you kiss it. Mm. Yes. Because mm. we don't do hickeys no more. We too grown for that. Hickeys? Y'all still doing hickeys? I'm not. I don't enjoy hickeys. You see? TMI. You two, you're a baby. Oh. Oh. Okay. Being in drag slash your alter ego or being in your pedestrian clothes or your nine to five. Uh, I ain't really. Honestly, I would say being in drag. I feel like it's kind of, I don't know. Mm. But sometimes, but sometimes, if your bus down is bus downing, mm-hmm. and you got on your pedestrian clothes, like mm-hmm. a good, a good, like, baggy jogger with a t-shirt, mm-hmm. it's kind of giving. A good little oversized tee. Down. It's giving college student. Mm-hmm. Mm. I would say drag, too. Because especially with me and Rachel, we spend a lot of money on our outfits. Yeah. We do. But I love. Not these, but on some other ones. Okay. These yeah. y'all rainbow. Right, no, I don't shop at Rainbow. That's a little too hood no, for me. No, it's not. It's not Rainbow, but it's like I'm Rainbow. Just gonna, no, I don't like get me wrong. I do. I love Rainbow. I just don't shop there. Okay, but I'm not a thought. Rachel is. I'm not a thought. I'm a. I'm in a committed relationship. I don't know what you're talking yeah. about. You're a dirty horror. <laughs> A horror. <laughs> I've never been this bullied on my own podcast. <laughs> Get into it. Um, condom or no condom? Rachel? <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> I would agree. I would agree. Okay. Because also... Because these queer people these days, they just don't be giving a fuck. Mm-hmm. So in most cases, I would say a condom. Okay. But I would agree if I would agree with Evan. If it's somebody that I've known and like we just get down, then I'm be like, okay, rip, that rip me off. out the plastic. Rip me out the plastic because I'm like oh. brand new. Yes. Okay. <laughs> okay. My but gosh. you know, like I would say, you know, be, to be political, safe sex is the best sex. Yes. But, you know, Rachel likes to play a nice game of tennis with God. You know, he'll send the baby <laughs> okay. and she'll send it right back. Okay. Okay. Um, uh, coming or making somebody else come? Making somebody else come. I was about to say, cumin. I, I, cumin. <laughs> cumin. I love, love making somebody else come. Okay. I said, ooh, y'all smoking up in here. <laughs> um, I would agree with my um my throat goat sister. Okay. Yes. <laughs> okay. And that's the pleasure principle. No Janet okay. Jackson. Yes, no Janet yes, Jackson. Yes. I do like to see another person come from my activities. Because uh, I mean, you know you good. You the shit. Down. You love to see the A plus rating. <laughs> yes. Uh, okay. Yeah. 
The Carfax. I read the Yelp yeah, reviews. Show, show me the, the Carfax. Carfax. Yeah. Hey, babe, you hungry? Rich don't do that. She give you a pop tart and be like, "All right, your Uber's outside, love." <laughs> <laughs> It's brown sugar. It's no. Brown sugar. <laughs> it's brown sugar now. Not too much. Not too much because it's definitely, it's a definitely s'mores. Oh, oh, be- oh, I know that's right. You got something at home? I'm hungry. <laughs> you got good hospitality. Okay. <laughs> you get a, a s'mores one or you get a toaster strudel. Okay. Dumb. Give me the toaster strudel. Okay. With the ice. With, ooh, ooh. I eat the icing first. Damn, you, but that's that's, that's kind of like that's how you know she swallow. <laughs> Down <right>. and do <laughs> no shame. Okay, sex with a man or sex with a woman? Sex with anybody. Down. Sex is sex. Okay. Period. Speaking from personal experience. Speaking it, from personal experience. It was great okay. on both ends. <laughs> okay. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Because that made me go back to that question: uh, a person that doesn't label themselves or accepts to be a part of the community. If you had, if you say sex with anybody. Is great. Does sex determine your sexual orientation? No. Who you have sex with does not determine your sexual orientation. Not necessarily. Not in okay. all cases. Okay. What she said. Okay. Okay. Last one. Suck a dick or take a dick? Rachel. Suck a dick. Trick question. <laughs> <laughs> Yahtzee. <laughs> <laughs> My sister like to get dug out. <laughs> Rachel! My God! <laughs> my sister like getting dug out. Wow. Pow pow. Pow Okay. Yes, ma'am. Okay. Whoa, okay. whoa, whoa. You said pork and no los dos. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> We waiting on your answer, Anya. Um, both. Okay. Just come this way. Is this or just that? Me. Both of them. <laughs> okay, That's both of them. I'm just kidding. Both no, them. I would say um, this, that really is a trick question. It just depends on what you want for the day. Okay. Um, I'll just I'll agree Wait, with Rachel. Oh, okay. We still on the same question. I thought it changed. Damn, I forgot your answer. What was it? She's that sucking dick, sucking okay. cock to be specific. Y'all, dirty. no, no, cock, not too much, because she's trying to insinuate that I only like white people, and mm. that is not the truth. Is that the pattern? It oh, it is the pattern. Mm. Mm. I don't put it past you. Always I'm, the pro blackity black ones that always want to be with some snow bunny. I mean, she did go to Dominican <laughs> University. Uh-huh. And that's all you had. And that's what you missed on Glee. Mm. <laughs> Be who you are. Okay. <laughs> okay, thank you for playing this or that. <clears throat> now we're going to get into some deep shit. Okay. What are some taboos or negative narratives that you all love to be transformed into positive connotations about being homosexual? A large part of this pod, we like to dig into the mental health aspect of being human. And so that's what we finna end the rest of our conversation on. Okay. Sister? I'm trying to remember what the question was. What are some taboos or negative uh, narratives that you would love to be transformed into positive uh, connotations about being homosexual? Rachel, you go first. My mind is doing jumping jacks trying to figure out what to say. That's why I pass it to you. Well, audience? Mm. 
Not you said you started off with recently, and now you said a while, a while back. back. A while back. <laughs> Was this was this an older person? Was this per- this person was DL? Okay. Were they were they DL? The reason I ask that is because it's always it's usually like the older older, especially in in the DL community, it's usually always the older black man. Wait, okay. they actually have a community? Yeah, they're in the old in the older DL community. Okay. Um. LGBTQIA plus DL. They probably usually just grew up in the times where a lot of queer people did have AIDS. Mm-hmm. Um, hello? Um, no, we're going to ignore it. Okay. Um, but yeah, just probably just indoctrinated on the fact that we just carry around a disease, which is obviously not the truth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hold on now. Ooh. Hold on now. Let me speak for my oh. let me speak let me see speak for my pussy princesses, okay? <clears throat> it is scientifically biologically proven that men are the carrier of diseases. And so the only reason why women, a large majority of women got diseases is because it came from a man having sex with another man uh or through birth. <clears throat> but a large a part of it is because of a man. So diseases started with men uh and so you can't put that on women it's just women happen to be gay sometimes and so they can give it to other women if they get it from a man i feel like this all started because eve ate the apple okay all right so okay so we back to blaming women i'm just kidding no No. eve was a bad bitch though but we don't talk about lilith (laughs) (laughs) but but that that is important though for dl men to Except to be the truth, like you can't be DL and fucking a woman and doing what you're doing without being uh, uh, honest about it and transparent. Yeah. You- also, you can't be DL with no money because I'm a tell. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch, if you're not funding something and you're trying to fuck with me, it's something wrong. Mm. Okay. Mm-hmm. They're not. Speak on it, Evan. Very much so. Okay. Okay. Assets. Okay. Down. You ate that. Also, I just wanted to put that out there. <laughs> I'm an asset. Okay, down. And Rachel's a liability. Okay. <laughs> 
Okay, and I and I'm not friend. I'm like you are. St- you told the hell you up. Do. Like, you I ain't gonna tell me real quick. She like, damn, sister, your shoulders looking real big in that dress. <sighs> and you know, I said I look in your <laughs> eyes and I, I can see. see. <laughs> 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 Y'all the best of bitches. <laughs> what is, what is true allyship to you all? Like when you see somebody. And you feel like they embody true allyship. What is that? I feel like a true ally is somebody who is like, number one, like educated on what's going on, but also showing up. Because I feel like that's also a big thing because people don't understand it's like, I feel like action speaks louder than words. Mm-hmm. So some people are like, I love you. I support you. I support what sh- what's happening or the movement. But then when it comes time to show up, whether it's like voting or like if there's rallies, yeah. you know, we need people to show up. And a true ally, like my one bitch karma, hey bitch, um, when the Black Lives Matter um, protests were happening there. in Milwaukee, that bitch was there right with me, mm-hmm. drinking Kool Aid and eating chicken. I would say to connect to what something that was mentioned earlier about brunches, yeah, it's like one of those moments you you would assume, especially not to call y'all out, but to call y'all out. The white women, you would think that they're allies because they show up to the brunches, they yeah. show up to the to the special events and stuff Maybe like that. Maybe but go. y'all are out there voting for us or being vocal about us on your on your social media when it comes to us going through whatever we're going through, whether it be the drag band bills or or like what what so have you about the ho- homosexual community and stuff. So it's just like like I said, just show up, vote for us, because y'all get our entertainment, y'all like to feed off of us and. Make sure y'all having a good time, but at the end of the day, we still got lives to fucking live. Yeah. And if you ain't voting and helping us out, then we just fighting our own battles at this point. And yeah. obviously it's not getting us as far, as far as we want to. Yes, we've gotten farther than where we used to be, but it could be way better. Yeah. Explain and talk about how expensive it can get. Mm. Like just drag? <laughs> yes. Well, <laughs> um, Okay. Well, yes, yes. Being gay is well, so expensive. Well, yes. Well, yes. It is. It's very expensive because we're very, um, for the most part, um, anybody who is queer, especially if you're extra queer like me and Rachel, mm-hmm. um, you're you're very vain. Uh, you look in the mirror a lot, and you need to make sure head to toe you're giving cut. Yeah. So that means like dropping hundreds of dollars on custom wigs, whether they be human or synthetic, uh, corsets to snatch that body in. Yeah, me, you know. I, me and I have been through like six corsets together in the last like six months. It's okay. kind of crazy. Yeah, it's, it's, it's wild. Because, yeah. you know, sometimes we have a good day. Sometimes we pop like a Pillsbury Doughboy. <laughs> okay. um, 
Um, as far as our outfits, you know, we're wearing Fashion Nova because we like to be frugal sometimes. Yeah. But we'll spend money on a look if we have to. It just depends on, like, the event. Um, but, yeah, it gets very, very pricey. Yeah, it can get very, very pricey. It's kind of ridiculous. This sounds like a uh, a hungry rapper. Like, should I get a second job? Should it be, I have a plan B or should I have a plan A? Nah. Oh, yeah. I would definitely say... And like a hungry rapper, if you a drag queen that like that likes to be like put together at all times, mm-hmm. you gotta have another job. Mm-hmm. Like me, for instance, I got a day job, and day job pay for like everyday life bills, like rent, like light bills, shit like that. But drag pays for drag. Yeah. And sometimes you need that. Sometimes just doing drag and cutting it. Yeah. And then there's me where I like I quit my job and I've just been doing drag since January and drag pays my bills and feeds itself into drag. It's honestly all about like budgeting too. Like Yeah, I'm not that good with money, so that's also why I got You ain't got a whiteboard? Mm. Come on now. Just a white I try man. to have I, I try to have me like one of those little uh journals with the black cover that's like floppy mm. that I budget myself in and mm-hmm. it just never work out. It it's, gotta be floppy. It's good for yeah, it gotta be. Okay. Um it's good for about three weeks and then after that it's just you can forget about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you write with a pen or a, a Ticonderoga pencil? <laughs> Not the Ticonderoga number two. Uh, <laughs> the standard <test, the> <laughs> assessment pencil. <laughs> the number two. Okay. I write with a pen. It's it's a black ballpoint. Okay. Is it a big? No. It's not. Cheap. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> what, how far do you want to take being dragged? Like, what is the ultimate, oh, you know, Beyonce is the ultimate. You could get, you could probably go with being the goat of something. What is the ultimate that you can take with being, in, with, with drag? Go ahead. You go first. Girl, I answered my last question first. Y'all should have figured this out by now. That's what I'm saying. You know, we be having like big girl telepathy. <laughs> girl. The only time at work is we like, we look at each other like, you hungry? Okay. All right, bitch, let's go eat. Um, I don't know. I would say the the biggest for me is just doing it to a level, whether it is getting on Drag Race or just, do, or even above that, just doing it to a level where like, I love performing. And, like, as an artist, you know, like Erica Badu said, I'm sensitive about my shit. So I really love to perform. So it's like, if I can do that and make enough money to sustain me and my family, that's enough for me. Mm. Whether it's being on a national syndicated TV show or just being able to just be well-known enough where I can travel around Mm -hmm. and spread my art. Yeah, I would agree with that. I'm not, like, yes, you want the platform of being on Drag Race and being seen by people all over. But even if I just got the the socially known and being able to travel and take care of not only myself, but people who've taken care of me when I've needed it, mm-hmm. then I'm good. Okay. Sound like you just want to be middle class with the uh, drag. Ooh, why you say it like that? That was hey, kind of disrespectful. Sometimes. Like, what is going on? No, no, respectfully, uh, with me saying that, it's like, I, I always try to uh, take complex uh, concepts that is not of the norm and make it back to sound normal. So middle class families, you ain't wealthy. You just you ain't paycheck the paycheck. I get that now that you yeah right. I get that now that what you about said upper it. But, middle class, but the tone okay. that you had, okay. the tone that you had okay. when you said because that, I don't want to be too rich because to, then they're gonna tax all my money. Uh huh. I to just want to be well off enough where I'm not hurting. Okay. Yes. Okay. Okay. I get you. Uh. So with speaking on being against the norm or different 
What are what do you think are some some side effects to being different and not normal? When I say normal, being heterosexual, uh, being someone that does not dress and what we what uh, society would say is woman clothes or uh, feminine. <clears throat> what are side effects to being different? I think the only really noticeable thing that I wouldn't necessarily say, I, as someone who just don't give a fuck yeah. about what other people think, yeah. um, I think the only thing that's that always just stands out to me are when people are looking. Yeah, and like you can you can just you can just feel people looking, and I'm like, okay, it's not that crazy. Like, yes, I'm walking around with this bandana on and I ain't got no eyebrows, but it's not that crazy. Okay. Like. Do you have to always speak on when you feel like you're being looked at, even though it's not verbal, but you feel it? Do you do you need to speak on those things or do you always got to keep it trucking? Like, what is it for you? I usually keep it trucking unless I'm just feeling like that bitch that day. Then I'm going to address it. Same. <laughs> Child. I would say that, like, you know, the look, the stares. But also I would say, like, in the beginning, like, when you're first kind of, like, finding yourself, kind of, like, feeling ostracized. Yeah. Like, you're just by yourself. You feel lonely. But, and this is before you kind of meet people of the same experience. That book bag? Uh, no, and that blue bag is a charger, that white cord. Hook that into the computer. Thank you. Um. So, um... I, I, I ask that question because I kind of like have this thing where I like to de or humanize things that are different um, on the pie. So what do you think are some things that probably is pr uh, pretty like uh, abundant to you or clear to you, but probably is not very clear to the norm or people that are normal uh, that are, that don't go against the grain that you feel like, um, you could explain, like saying, like for me, for myself, um, just because I dress masculine sometimes uh, does not mean that you should automatically assume I'm a stud or um, that I want to be a man. So what are some things that you feel like should be clear as, clear as day, like you shouldn't assume it, but we still have to explain it? Uh, just bring the computer closer to you. But yeah, go ahead. Um, I would say honestly, it's pretty similar to what you said. Is being assumed that I you would want to be a woman all the time, mm -hmm. and you and in most cases that's not the case. For me, it speak uh, on it. For me, speak it kind of is it. like a little all over the place because I do identify as a trans person, yeah. but I don't necessarily see myself as a trans woman. Explain I, that. It's kind of complicated because you don't necessarily always have the words. To explain it, I just don't, I don't feel like a woman, mm -hmm. but I also, I know for sure I'm not no damn man. Mm -hmm. um, and it, it's a lot of things that go into that, um, which probably will require another podcast. No, no, we, we got some time. We, we got some time. We good. We are very good. You see that time up there. I, I do. told you. I, I told you. I do. I don't know if I have the mental capacity. Go ahead. Preach, preacher. Well, can I kind of give my, like, and preliminary interpretation of that. Yeah, go ahead. And you could just let me know if I'm there. Okay. So, um, so we were speaking on sex and gender and yes. the differences. And gender is socially what do you identify as? And so before we were all thought of or born, uh, birthed 
somebody before us made all these fucking rules up of what it is to be a man and what it is to be a woman. And I never aligned with what it was to completely be a woman, which is a home taker, stay in a crib, you, play, you take care of the kids, you're nurturing. I never aligned with those things because I like to see people happy, and sometimes that requires paying for things and buying people things and just always being that go-getter and accomplishing goals. So maybe I feel like you're kind of saying what it is to be a man, a normal, typical man, is not something you always see for yourself aligned with. And sometimes you can see yourself more so on the feminine side. And it truly is a spectrum between what is feminine and what is masculine. It's not just one way. Did I get that? You close. Okay, what is okay, so <laughs> take it take it further. Child. Um, I think it's just it it goes deeper than it goes deeper than the social man or and or the social woman. Mm-hmm. Um I just in in order to like I don't want to say dumb it down because it makes it seem bad, but like to simplify it. To simplify, thank mm-hmm. you. For like an everyday person, it's pretty much what you said. It's just I don't. Damn, it's it's hard trying to help your sister out. Speak from the heart. <laughs> that does not help. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like I don't I don't see myself from that from the view of what other people see me. I okay. guess it's the simplest way to say that. Okay. Um, and it's just it's just always been that way. Like if I like looking at my mom, I'm like, damn, I'm my mother. Mm-hmm. But I'm not a. I don't necessarily see myself as the woman that my mother is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think that's just. I don't know. Yes. Like, you're your mother's daughter. I'm, a, <laughs> you're I'm my mother's, mother's daughter. daughter. And you're, you're gonna, gonna tell her. <laughs> you're gonna tell her. Oh my God. Wait, one of the horrible things about me and Aya, we will take something of one of the most horrible situations uh-huh. and make that shit a comedic act. Because we'll, we'll talk about that, or, and, or we'll talk about Precious. Like, it's the all way day. that I can sit here and recite Precious as if it's like a single monologue. So what did you do? Yes. It's <laughs> crazy. Since you over there, you know every fucking thing. Which have been in your pad. <laughs> <laughs> and why did it? Who? Precious is such a fucking depressing ass movie. But we, so the first time you watch Precious, you ball your eyes out because yeah. you're like, damn, she's sitting here getting it from both sides. Like her daddy's raping her, yeah. her mom is beating, beating the hell her, out of yeah. her, and then her granny just sitting there looking crazy. Her mama was sexually assaulting her as well. But that's yeah. the thing, I didn't catch that until I watched it the second time. Yeah. So the first time okay, I watched it, she said, "Precious, come up here and take care of mommy." And I, I was like, I didn't understand what she meant. And then she had walked up. She said, "But I'm still hungry." Damn. I said, See? You get it? It like, could be the most horrible thing, and you just laughing, because she was like, my mama sold me for $10. And, and a, a fix. fix. My mother was a junkie Drink, and, a and a real whore. Horror. Horror. Down. But that movie, so the first time I watched it, bought my eyes out. The second time, I'm like, okay, I started noticing little things. Like, when she was being um, assaulted, her mom is standing there in the doorway watching her, mm. watching it happen. And mm-hmm. then when she's having this whole breakdown in front of Mariah Carey, who they told not to wear any lotion or anything. Okay, because the bitch was uh, ashy. She was very dry. Um, and they're like, so she was like, but she didn't yell, she didn't scream, but she were right there the whole time. Yeah. The third time I watched it, it's a full-on comedy to me. 
Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't laughed at that shit yet. I I, I think I take shit. My too favorite my serious. favorite part is the girl where she's like, "Hi, my name's Joanne. My favorite color <laughs> is fluorescent <laughs> beige, <laughs> and I'm here to get my GED." <laughs> Okay, the non-traumatic part, sure. <laughs> okay. Okay. Wait, wait. Had times been like that today, I ain't even got to be broke. I will go in the store in a minute and steal a bucket of chicken. Okay. I just want to say, if you go... Not the bucket of chicken. I'm like, damn, Squiddy, you could have just called me. I would have cash apped you. <laughs> okay, sometimes, Ooh, okay, sometimes it be like that. It do but like also, that. I haven't dined in Dash since... One time me and my family went out. This is a complete tangent. Nothing to do with what we're talking about. Oh yeah, do you think? But one time me and our family went out and we went we went out to eat and one of the couples in our family had dined and dashed. And when we went bowling and then when we came out from bowling and everybody was leaving saying their goodbyes and stuff, the people who dined and dashed, their car didn't start. So we were like, damn, that was kinda that was karma for you <laughs> not gonna yes. pay for your food. Screaming. So I haven't dined and dashed since then. Oh, I've God. never dined and dashed. Um, I, will, I will make myself go broke before I dine and dash. Okay. Yeah, I would never dine and dash, but my friends did gas and go one time. And woo, that <laughs> okay. was... Gas and go? Yeah, so like if you go to the pump and you don't have to prepay inside, you could just do it at the pump and then pay after you get, get gas. Mm. They okay. got gas that's, and then they that's go. At, that's at a rare gas station, though. Because mm, those people are supposed to be real honest, wholesome people. Okay. okay. <laughs> so, a season three is about accountability, holding yourself accountable and holding others accountable. And I just wanted to just give one question about accountability. Um, a lot of people try to uh, give reasons for why people are gay. They say, oh, they probably was molested or assaulted when they were young, or they've been through so much shit with men, they just settling with women. Who would you like to place accountability on for why you are gay? <laughs> that is not what I thought that question oh, was going. Okay. Oh my gosh. Now you can take it, you can take a question how you want. You can be funny, you can do whatever. I just wanted to. That's deep. Ciao. Um Wow. <laughs> my God. Nobody ever asked you that before? Why? Like, like who would you blame for being gay? Yeah. No. Because I definitely can answer it. It's psychological Okay, what's your Okay, answer? well, you you started off. Okay. So yeah. then we know where to follow your lead. Now, yeah. y'all better have y'all... Y'all okay. <laughs> better have y'all responses, too. Okay, I'm okay. going right after tea. So, uh, I didn't grow up with a father. Well, I kind of did at the early ages of having my father there, but... Uh, I want to say after third grade, I disowned them. So I didn't have a dad in my life. <clears throat> so I was raised by my mom. And just watching her take care of everything, I, f I don't know if it was already in me when, uh, when I was uh, born that I was just such of this huge provider and just wanted to take care oh, of me. You wanted to be the man your mama needed. No, I feel like she she groomed me to be that. She saw so many similarities in my dad and me because she loved, hate the niggas. She, like, she just would do stuff that I wouldn't deem to be... Um, Sometimes maternal, like it was more so uh, romantic, like mm. that uh, didn't need to be going on. But that's not why I'm gay. What I, why I'm gay is that I like was the boy. I was her son, so I'm taking the trash out. I'm the only one taking the trash out. Uh. I'm the only one helping her move and putting the furniture in other places. Like I'm doing all the masculine things in the household. And so as I'm growing up, 
that shit is normal to me. Like, I like doing it. I don't have no issues with it. And every woman that I'm with, I'm pretty much, come kill this spider. I'm doing that. Mm. <laughs> but I always enjoy being the provider and just taking care of shit. And um, I, I also have never seen my mom be loved back by men. And I've never seen a lot of women in my life be loved back properly by men. And so I feel like it's so easy. This is how you do it. And so I always loved women, but I also loved taking care of women and making them feel loved back. Uh, and I kind of fell in, in love with that idea of being that healthy love that men are giving for women. Mm. So sometimes I find myself dating women that are straight. I don't do that shit anymore. But when I was younger, I would I, I was dating a woman that was straight as fuck, and she learned to love just me. And now she loves women too, but she was straight as fuck or whatever. So my uh, mine is more psychological instead of I wasn't raped or molested. It was more so just... My experiences of seeing women not being loved properly and me wanting to be to save a hoe. Yeah. I'm going to snap on okay. that. that. That was giving me some very, like, Boris Kojo it kind was, of shit. It was. Very, he gives, very <laughs> Boris. Because you remember in the movie he said, he gives me courage <laughs> to, love to love again and, and again. again. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I am what? The courage. <laughs> <laughs> they need to take baby boy off cause okay. <laughs> yeah. okay so for me um, who would I hold accountable hmm, there's so many people um, honestly I would probably just say anybody in my family who was like super um, I want to say like had like the traits of like toxic masculinity Okay. because I feel like when it comes to like just me being queer or me being in drag. I always tell people, drag for me is a love letter to the women in my life. Like, mm. like my mother and my sisters. Like, I'm the youngest. So, like, the difference in the age between me and my sister, I'm about to be 25. My sister is, like, 41. So, like, when I was born, she was already, like, in college, getting her shit together. So, she was, like, my mother, but my sister, mm-hmm. if you get what I'm saying. Like, that younger. Your mama's sister. Yeah, sister mama. Yeah. Okay, sister mama. So, but, like, even with... Even with her, she would always try to do these things to, like, toughen me up and stuff and just wouldn't let me be. So it's, like, when I think about drag, it's me taking everything that I, like, love, whether it's, like, the effeminine or, like, you know, art and music and all of these creative things and putting it all together. So I would say, like, that. But also I got a lot of flack um, from, like, my dad um, just for, like, liking too many things that were deemed girly. And he... Felt that way because, like, my dad raised me as a single father. So, like, me and my biological mom, we're not close at all. Okay. Um, And that's because I feel like there's only so many times you can lay down and have children and not be accountable for them. Mm. You know, Mm -hmm. like, you want to be, you want to be, I'm the mama, I gave birth to you, but when it comes time to, like, actually be a parent, you're not there. Mm -hmm. So, and then you get upset at other people who step in, whether it's godparents or whoever, like, God, your higher power places into your life that fulfills that for you. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would say, like, my dad, he, he was a single dad. He did the best he can, um, whatever. But then also I will hold him accountable, too, because there was a lot of stuff that I did go through, like um, abuse and, like, uh, molestation, too. And I'm not saying that that made me queer made me gay, but also it's just, like, 
when you need to be protected and yeah. you're not protected, then things happen that shouldn't happen. Yeah. Um, and then you constantly, especially like growing up in church, you know, we're always taught like, oh, you know, this is wrong. And so you have that internal struggle for so many years within yourself. And you're like, I don't know if this is right or like what's going on, especially mm-hmm. being young. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I would say hold them niggas accountable. <laughs> Period. Okay. <laughs> Yeah. Down. And yeah. I, yeah. And I agree and I agree with you and what I think what I'm trying to say just to like clear it all up was I'm not blaming anybody for my queerness. I'm just saying that things happened in life that made me realize. And when you have uh, men in your life that, you know, are supposed to love you and protect you and they're not there to do that, but they're constantly against the effeminate. Like I was always naturally effeminate. Mm -hmm. So it's like, if you're constantly telling me that's girly, don't do that. Don't do that. Once I get to a state of like real of realization, I'm like, this is me, you know? And I felt like constantly like me being me was not good enough. Yeah. So like, Obviously, things happen, and you get to a moment of you're like, okay, well, this is me. That's not blaming anybody, because, like I said, you're like I do agree. Like people are born gay. Like I don't think that people come out and choose to be different, and choose to be bullied, and choose to be disowned. Mm-hmm. But you know, there's certain things that we all go through in life where you're like, okay, like you're when you're raised in a very like cis heteronormative world you're just trying to be like okay well this is the way i was raised so what's going on Mm -hmm. but also you have those internal feelings or whether you come out and you're very masculine and you're a woman or you're very effeminate as like i was Mm -hmm. like that's that's what i'm trying to say yeah if that made it clear yeah this question scooty yeah (laughs) yeah Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Down. I got some seven inches in the bag. Okay. 
I got to sit on that a little bit because I don't believe in unconditional love. Let's get into it. Uh huh. Oh, <laughs> so you can afford me, bitch. <laughs> you can't take all this ass. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That is why I don't believe in unconditional love because the people that love you are the ones that have the access to hurt you. You can't get hurt by a stranger. It's the, it is, it's hard to do so. Oh, that nigga tricked me. All right, I don't know him. You just slap him, but your mama do some shit that hit harder. Um, I think that love is an umbrella term of just a bunch of subsets. So you probably care a lot for Evan. And so if somebody threatening Evan, you care so much about him, you're going to do whatever. Mm-hmm. But it's always the unintentional hurt that always hurts yeah. the most for some yeah. reason. It only gets crazy and it, it becomes a crossing a line when it's somebody who doesn't have the will to want to learn. Yes. yes. And you, just from having conversation with you, you seem like the type of person who is genuinely wanting to learn and is not trying to do it with ill will. And most people these days just want to do it just to fuck with you and just be like all up in your head about it mm-hmm. and just don't want to be like, Oh well, you're non-binary. They'll just call you by your your uh, trying, trying to undress me on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, oh my God. <laughs> you know, they say sister dick gets you thick. No, <laughs> I heard sick. <laughs> oh my God. No, but yeah, 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 yeah. Um, shit, I lost my damn train of thought. It's cool because you still got to answer the question. Yeah. What was the question? What was the original question? Who, Who do you place, or what oh, do you place? Yes. I would um I would place the blame if I could place it on somebody because mm-hmm. I I know I know for a fact I would have always been gay or a queer yeah. person yeah but I would say the people who contributed to how who I am today and realizing who I am and going through the process of like trying to get to know me and love me especially as of recently I would definitely blame my aunt my grandmother and my mother because growing up seeing them do their thing around the house and like sort of similar to how you you see them do the female roles which mm-hmm. is cooking and mm-hmm. getting up in the morning and cleaning and running errands going to the store shopping and stuff like that i was always there mm-hmm. so it's like oh this is the normal i like doing this mm-hmm. and similar to anya those women in my life helped shape me to be the the trans effeminate person that i am today mm-hmm. um and like anya my drag is a love letter to them mm. and I don't know. I I blame them for being gay, but I appreciate them for helping mold the person who I am today. Okay. Yeah. All right, period. Um Thank you. Thank you for I coming on. I wanted to end the uh the episode one before we end it, I wanted to know if you all had anything that you wanted to promote or sponsor on the pod. 
Um, if you're ever in Milwaukee um, and you want to see two clowns um, in tiny dresses, um, come to This Is It Bar and to Oh Yes Grill. Okay. Come see me and Rachel. We host the second Saturday of every month. We do. For our show, Home Girls. Home Girls. Especially, never mind. I'm not going to get horny. <laughs> We're going. Okay. <laughs> um, I would promote the same things. Um, you can also catch me at Aya at uh, Lost Never Found in Wrigleyville. Mm-hmm. It's a, I host a brunch there uh, what once a month. Week? It's usually Sunday. Okay. Um, so we're usually there. She's pretty much there every other month. Down. So I make sure my girls in Chicago, they stay booked. Um, get the money. Rotating cast. Rotating honey. cast. Um, but you can find us being ignorant on social media as well. And also here on this motherfucking podcast. So just watch the damn, damn podcast. podcast. <laughs> thank you. Thank you for that. Uh, we also like to drop gems on the pod. So is there a gem that you would like to drop for the people? Be who you are. Mm. Okay, the bravado. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Mm. Um, you go first. Um, no, you go first. You go first. No, go. For real. Because I'm going to think. I got to think. Why? Okay, so the gym that I want to drop is, you know, famous uh, poet, poet laureate. laureate. <laughs> um, Maya Angelou once was quoted in saying, if, if someone, someone <laughs> shows you who they are, believe them. them. <laughs> I am a phenomenal woman phenomenal. because I'm one of one. <laughs> Unique. Um, <laughs> you can catch us at the Renaissance Tour on July 22nd, which is my birthday, so buy me a drink or uh, some... <laughs> Send me some gas money or something. Um, yeah. Down. I wanted down. to end the damn podcast. Oh, part. what a gym. Yes. What a gym. Oh, What's your gym? <laughs> she gave her Oh, gym. that was your gym for real? Yeah. Fuck. Um, my gym, if I ain't had no other gym, mm-hmm. would be uh, Evan. <laughs> Microphone. Microphone. And do crime. Okay. Okay. All right. White collar crime. Josie, you got a gym you want to drop? Wow. Okay. Thank you. Rachel. Josie got nothing. Like a and, job. And Rachel, Rachel has <laughs> Rachel has one. Rachel. <laughs> what a shot. God I just had to. It was sitting on the back of my mind. I hope you got a gem in the back of your mind. Well, um, how can we do the... <laughs> yes, okay. <clears throat> Rewind. Okay. Ask the question again. Rachel, what yeah, is the yeah. gem? That you would like to drop on the pod. The gem that I would like to drop, and Anya's going to assist me with it, is um, how can I preach when I already approach? How can I speak when I already spoke? How can I keep when I already cope? How can I peat when I already poke? How can I leech when I already loach? Okay, and um, if you are on YouTube, (laughs) make sure you like, comment, subscribe, and hit that bell. And if you're on your favorite streaming platform, thank you for tuning in and make sure you leave us a rating. Peace. Just watch the damn podcast. Thank you. Come on, let's sing an outro song. Because we're colored and we're happy and we're singing and we're we're not brothers. brothers. Just watch the damn podcast.